All right, that was a little 8-bit plush by Chris. Do you have a guess? Hold up, plush? Yeah. Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah! <laughs> Dude, that was, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> I... Enough for I had no, I, I love that song. I love that song. It depends on the weather. I'm pretty sure what you played is not. I do not think that song was what you thought it was. <laughs> I don't get fucking plush out of that. Anyway, this is Best Friend of Me's. I'm Christopher Long. And I'm Johnny Can't Stand Ya. Uh, hold it. So why did you, before that, I, you were like, it wasn't the song you wanted, but the band. Why the band? Was there a reason well, why I, the band? I was thinking, because they're, they're redoing the Crow movie right now. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the song that was on the Crow soundtrack. The Take Town. Oh, yeah. Wall. But I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, find it. That might be the best uh, soundtrack. Soundtrack. That and singles, for sure. Singles is good, too. Yeah. Uh, so dark, Chris. I just get in my car and I just drive. <laughs> I don't call anyone. Really? Just, well, first of all, that's a fucking lie because you'll do anything besides get in your car and drive. I'll call people from the bank line, dude. <laughs> dude. Except, but it's weird, too, because it's like the dynamic of... You will go to any length not to drive, but then you'll fucking drive to the grocery store that is like 20 feet from your house. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you brought that up, Chris. Okay. I've been getting this my whole life. I drive to the grocery store because I need to still get the groceries back home into my house. Like everyone else. What, am I supposed to fucking juggle the groceries from the store to my house to my townhomes that are right behind the grocery store? I mean... My experience is supposed to carry Tide and milk at the same time, Chris? Hmm? All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. When am I supposed to steal the cart and then get tackled by them? No way, dude, because they lock up on you. I think... Dude, I think, but, I'm, I think I'm close enough, because I actually have done that before. I'm close enough to... To take the cart all the way to the front. That's door. how close you are. It doesn't lock up. That's how close I am to the grocery store. Yeah. I like to pretend, like, dude. Everyone knows me at my grocery store. It's like I, it's like I'm a, like a little Italian boy in Italy, and I'm going and I'm shopping for my dinner for the night. <laughs> like I don't, I don't buy a lot of groceries. I just kind of go and pick out my meal and go home. And that's make what it. you do, or that's what people think you do. That's what I do. All right, all right. So in that sense, you just totally shot a hole in your theory about painting this picture of having tons of groceries so you have to drive. But if you're just going to shop for a meal, you just blew up your whole explanation. Because yep. I bought that. I bought that. I was like, oh, you got like six bags? That's, that's true. That's true. You're not going to carry those all back. But if you're just buying onesie, twosie like a meal. Yeah, but I'm just saying from when people ask me. <laughs> like that's my go-to is that like well, what am i gonna carry all my groceries fucking home i yeah. know but in your same breath you just said oh yeah it's a total lie yeah because i'm talking to you i'm a lazy <laughs> motherfucker dude of course i drive to get a coffee there dude <laughs> but everyone listening so hold on. we'll fix this in post chris my other my other question is because you call me all the time and you're in line at starbucks 
But I thought you went to the grocery store to the Starbucks. When do you decide between the two? Well, I picked up this uh, habit when I um, during my drinking days. I if like if I bought alcohol like in the afternoon, I wouldn't go back and buy alcohol at the same place at night because I didn't want them to think I had a problem. Yeah, I understand. So if I if I get like at if I get a coffee at 10 o'clock and then I want a coffee at 1 o'clock. Oh, so you just don't want them to think you're a total addict yeah. going back. Like, double, oh, no, because they always, they always say something fucking stupid like, oh, back again. You're yeah, ready for I'm... your second? It's like, just give me my caramel macchiato upside down, please. So then my other question, too, because I've actually been on the call with you when this has happened and I asked you if you tip. When do you tip at Starbucks? Ooh, that's a good question. And if, be honest, because I, I suspect you don't tip often. If I'm inside, if the girl's cute. Um, if you're inside, so if you go through the drive-thru, you just I, don't tip? No, no, no. Like, well, my, my grocery store, they like it's like Ralph's owns that Starbucks, and they don't let you tip, really. Yeah. Um, the Starbucks one, it all depends. It all depends. Like... You know, TIP stands for to ensure promptness. And if you're taking a long fucking time, if it takes me like 20 minutes to get to the front, you're not getting a TIP. I'll look you right in the eyes and I'll hit no TIP. You guys took too long. Quit playing grab ass back there. I don't care who's dating who back there. Give me my goddamn coffee. And another, dude, and I don't tip at takeout, dude. Ever? No. If you go to a restaurant for takeout, you never tip. No. Hmm. No, and I don't do Uber Eats like everyone else, dude. I do. I don't do that. I'm not either. gonna. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not that lazy to where. Well, come on. I mean, you and I. Yeah, I, yeah. We, we kind of. It's weird how I draw the line on Uber Eats. Like I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, I don't. I think it's. I don't want to pay extra to not go down the. Because most of the food I eat is all like on down the street from my house. So it's like really, you can't get in the car and go pick up your own food. Yeah. I, well, so this is, you know, the thing about tipping now, like, I think we've kind of talked about this before, but dude, everywhere, like my son, we went to, had our annual skin check, you know, make sure we don't have cancer, skin cancer. They fucking had a tip part. I'm yeah. paying the deductible, like whatever it was, 50 bucks. Would you like to tip? And I'm like, the fucking doctor? Like, get out of here. Like, I, unbelievable. And then the other, now I'm on a, now I'm on a, a rampage. I'm with, dude, I'm backing you, bro. Go. The other <laughs> one that I'm fucking tired of and at a principle, I'm saying no now it's like everywhere you go, do you want to round up for kids with cancer? <laughs> because they give that money and get a tax write-off. So if you fucking go to Rouse and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll donate a buck for kids with cancer. They give that money to the, the charity and go, oh, we gave that money. So we need to get freaking, you know, $10 million tax write-off. Go fuck yourself. And then they make you feel guilty making... The people like, do you want to donate for kids with cancer to make you feel like an asshole to go, no, fuck the kids with cancer. Like, I'm not rounding up. Did, hey, did I send you that meme about, it wasn't a meme, it was like on Instagram where it was like, would you like to donate a dollar to save a dog? And then the guy hit like, no. And it's like, you don't like dogs? Yes or no? And he's like, yes, I like dogs. And he's like, and it, it keeps going through and, and, and he's like, are you sure you don't want to? 
you you don't want to save the dog and he put yes and then it's all hold up hold please and then it's all dog just died <laughs> that's right no i didn't say that I'll that must it. have been the one you sent to Josh. Yeah, I sent a lot to Josh. Hey, how many how many memes a day do you send to Josh? We probably, honestly, we probably send between fifteen and thirty memes to each other a day. I don't know how that guy's doing any work, dude. Dude, what the fuck? Like they'll be like like. It, there'll be like four bangers in a row, you know. Like when you start going down the hole, and it's like that's hilarious. Boom, and then the next thing comes up, and you're like. That's hilarious. But yeah. There's no judgment from Josh and I. Josh, Josh and I don't say, whoa, bro, you need to slow down on the memes. You've done that. You and Billy have done that to me a couple times. And I'm like, fuck them. They're on a two-week <laughs> ban. They get nothing. <laughs> they get no memes. It's um, not like I'm making the memes. I see them. No. Ha ha. I mean, there's some that I'll see. It's usually you. If there's one that's like particularly like petty. Like a pity yeah. meme. Yeah. And I'm like, you and me. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that only you and I can laugh at. Yeah. And be like, that's totally us. That's us. And then, uh, I kind of with Jamie, like the ones that are like making fun of like women. And I'll be yes, like, sir. ah, this is totally you. But I kind of have to pace myself with that. And then your wife and I, we send each other only little people videos and like, <laughs> And like bizarre, like Christian rap songs and stuff, <laughs> stuff we like super cringeworthy. Yeah. She, Jamie, gets it. Yeah, she, she gets. <laughs> I have to. Um, what have you been up to? Oh, oh, we're skidding to another topic. All right, what am I up to? Um, well, not much, Johnny. Not much. <laughs> um, just. Trying to live my life, uh, you know. I think you and I are both uh, uh, between jobs right now. Uh, and strangely, we don't really hang out that much. Uh, I, I know, because you're all like, do you have a beret on and you're making um, independent short films right now. Yeah, actually, yeah. And that really fucking pisses me off when you're making a short film. And I'm like, he's cutting into recording time right now. <laughs> It's cutting into recording time. Uh, you know what, um, Johnny? I'm just, uh, I'm an artist, and I would appreciate some support. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm getting ready to, uh, I think we're about ready to start sending out to film festivals. And I actually had no, I listened to an audio book on, I finished my short film, what do I do now? And I, I had no idea there were so many film festivals. Like, so many film festivals it's unbelievable and a lot of them don't charge so the lady's like crap and you go to like now they made it so easy you go to a portal so you oh upload shut it. up and it just sends it out to everyone yeah you can just go and like it's like our podcast exactly <laughs> like people are like oh yeah i got i get your podcast on some bubble some weird yeah and i'm like hold up what yeah <laughs> And they're like, you don't even know your podcast goes there? I'm like, no, we upload it and it shoots it out to like 10 places. Like, I have no idea. But uh, yeah, you know, I kind of, I just wanted to be accepted to at least one film festival. Just one. So I can go, I got to accept to a film festival. If it just one, dude. It could be like some stupid one in Canada. You, I don't care. No, you got me for, you got two places because I'm going with you. Number one is Newport Film Festival because um, you can pick me up on the way. 
And then the other one <laughs> that I would totally rock is either, oh, dude, I would rock with you with Sundance. Or um, I know there's like an independent one in Salt Lake. I would go to those two. Oh, Slam Dance. And uh, Texas, South by Southwest. I would. So, okay. Might have to fall off the wagon for South by Southwest because it's alcohol and barbecue. <laughs> well, all right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, even if it doesn't get accepted, actually, so those were the three Slam Dance, <laughs> Sundance, and South by Southwest <sighs> were the three main ones I wanted to go, but. It just, it was such a cluster with after we got done shooting and people disappearing and, you know, that I missed the deadline. Like, all three of them were, like, at the same time. So, I'm kind of like, I mean, I grew up in Utah and Sundance. I mean, I used to, in high school, we would sneak into movies, premieres. And I, so, it's just always been a dream, Sundance. Thing is, with Sundance, it's kind of like. It's like going, hey, I want to win an Oscar. Yeah. You know, like, I, but Slam Dance, which runs at the same time, I kind of think, you know, I think that was probably maybe a possibility. But uh, South by is the other one. That's the other big one that, yeah. You, you know what's funny is, okay, I lived in Provo for a year, and I noticed that during Sundance, all of a sudden, like, people in Provo would act like kind of, because, you know, like, Sundance isn't that far from Provo. Yeah. And people would act all like uppity, like be like, oh yeah, um, we saw Robert out last night. Oh, first he, name? Just first name? Because <laughs> yeah, it's Robert Redford's <sighs> Sundance. And everyone get all pretentious like they're not freaking out. Like, oh yeah, um, yeah, I've seen Robert like twice this week. And it's like, dude, you guys live in Utah. Quit acting all uppity, dude. <laughs> I, you know, it's, I'm, so when we would go up to, apparently, there's, I mean, there's no separation of church and state in Utah, and their liquor laws are fucking crazy. They always have been crazy. I guess they've gotten better since back in the day, but like, apparently everyone just kind of turned the other way during Sundance. Like, oh, yeah. with Park City, oh, you yeah. know, it was like, okay, everyone just, don't. Yeah, this, like, yeah. Let's, look, like we're going to be cool. <laughs> we, we we want these people to come back. Let's yeah, we, we're not going to be the strict parents. We're going to be the cool parents. <laughs> like, oh, whatever. Walk around with booze. Hey, we don't care. Just don't drive, okay, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather have you drink <laughs> here than be out. Like they're trying to be the cool it's parents. Totally how it is there, dude. There is so is, and they're trying to be the cool parents, and then they leave. Then Sundance is over, and it's like it's oh, right back to it. Oh, you son of a bitch! Like what? You think you're getting fucking alcohol on Sunday? <laughs> think again, motherfucker! <laughs> that's, that's, oh, they did that actually when we had the Olympics, and whenever it was 2000, I guess it was 2002. <laughs> they actually put out like. Hey, like the Mormon church was like, <laughs> hey guys, um, don't be freaking going hard on uh, Mormonism yeah. with all these people. Like, let's just kind of be cool. <laughs> and yeah. like, they're just coming for the Olympics. Like, let's just chill out. Like, we yeah. don't need people at the airport. <laughs> with signs. Are we gonna, have you heard about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Uh so, oh, hey, real quick, I'm going to do it at this portion because um, I'm going to try to steal your thunder if you're recommending it. Uh, so yesterday, uh, I saw you, 
why did I see you yesterday? What did I go over for? You're picking up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, okay. You're picking up product for a new sponsor we have that'll be coming up later on in the show. Yes. Uh, and I, I'm just going to say it was like noon. It was at noon. <laughs> and you're like, hey, bro. Did you see the new boy spinoff, Gen V yet? Blah, 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 blah. And, which I hadn't at the time. What? So you're like, hey, you, gave, you pitched it. Hold up. When I'm asking you if you saw a TV show, I'm acting like I'm selling you drugs. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little, right. you get a little bit of the Gen V action? So at noon, you were like, hey, dude, it's really good. You should check it out. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. I mean, I was going to, but hey, you, I got a good review. All right, I know I'm going because I love the boys. <laughs> Two hours later, hey, bro, have you had a chance to watch any episodes? <laughs> From the show you just told me about two hours. No, Johnny, I haven't. And I actually kind of felt disappointment in your, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I just wrote, I just wrote, I like thought about it and I'm like, yeah, it was only a couple hours ago. Well, well fair enough. Because I was, because I had just finished another episode. You know, like when something's good and you know your friends will like it. You're oh, like, yeah. Hey, dude, and I love The Boys. I was like, oh, The Boys is one of my favorite shows. Just, anyway, the point being, I watched the first episode last night. And I was going to text you at 11.30, but I know you train five days a week, Dude, so you're probably already asleep. Have you seen that I've lost 20 pounds? No. Dude, you lost. Whoa! That's right. I just showed him my... <laughs> I just showed him my... Uh, Did you pack. really lose 8.20? Yeah. Oh, shit. In what time period? What time period? Since I went back to five days a week, so over a Dude, month. Has it been a month already? It's been over a month. Dang, dude. See the way I slid back that chair to stand up to show you my stomach, Chris? Dude. That's pretty hot. That's, that's some magic mic shit right there, dude. <laughs> uh, you. Yeah, I'm actually. Oh, yeah, because you were getting. I was going to text you and tell you that I watched the episode. It was good. I liked it. I mean, I'm kind of curious where it's going. I was a little leery of like another, you know, like I told you, like in school. Yeah. Like, you know. Harry Potter, sorcery in school, or vampires in school. It's like... It's a played out thing, and I thought also that they were going to rely too much on the boys. And they, they, I feel like when you... I've seen five episodes now, and I feel like they've really got their footing in to where the, obviously you know it's in that universe, but no, I thought they're they doing did their a, own thing, I which thought is they cool. did a good job. I mean, they... I am curious with like, because I think the time they dropped something in the first episode that it was like three months since the last boys episode. Yeah. And what? I was kind of like trying to piece together. I don't know. It seemed a little off, but I don't know. I like it. It's, I'll keep watching. It's cool. But. And they will give like a nod to the boys. Like you'll see like one of the characters come across like, oh, A-Train attended school here. And you're like, then they show his face and you're like, oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Uh, all right. Hey, on this episode, we're going to be doing top five best Halloween costumes. And these are Halloween costumes that you and I dressed up as and Halloween costumes that we have seen in the wild that we like. Yeah. So top five Halloween Cause, costumes. Because Halloween's my jam. So they're all my costumes for, for don't, mine. Don't know what the big deal is. Dude. Don't know what the big deal is. I got I have opinions it's, about I Halloween. Mean, I'll share in the- I mean, it's like cool Christmas, dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And uh, hey, as I'm giving the what we're going to talk about, um, 
I don't even know what the meat and potatoes is, dude. I'll be honest. What's our meat and potatoes in this episode? Were we going to talk about, um, oh, we were going to talk about reptile. And we were oh, g- yeah, yeah. And uh, Tom DeLonge's alien movie. <sighs> <laughs> I, and I'll give you guys a hint. It's not good. But, like, we didn't want to just talk about a horrible movie. So, uh, Reptile on Netflix is pretty awesome. So What was the Tom DeLonge? Oh, Monsters of uh, California. Monsters of California. Uh. <laughs> Don't fucking ever do that again. <laughs> then we're going to recommend some shit. Do you know what you're recommending? I do know what I'm recommending. Is it going to be Gen V? No, it's not, Chris. You can recommend that. <sighs> I know. I'm kind of like the book recommender. Yeah. You know? Because yeah, I, I, I just need to be a little bit better than I, you. I know. You're, you're a scholar. <laughs> uh, so we're going to recommend some shit, and uh, we're going to be discussing later on about our new uh, sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm questioning their judgment because, uh, you know, Joe Rogan. Theo Vaughn. Freaking. Brandon Schaub, Fighter and the Kid. And Best Frenemies. And Best Frenemies. I mean, same <laughs> same sentence. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, let's get this party started. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best Frenemies, we salute you on this day, you savages. Ha! Hey guys, it's uh, Johnny and Chris here from Best Frenemies, and our buddies over at Magic Mind sent us a nice little care package the other day. Chris, we've been trying these for about three days now. What are your thoughts on it? You know, I actually like it. I was a little skeptical. Uh, You know, this is supposed to give you energy, increased focus. I mean, it almost seems like an all-natural, you know, over-the-counter Adderall, and... uh, so my expectations were pretty high, but it did not disappoint. It's actually, you know, and I drink energy drinks in the morning mm-hmm. and I drink this. I don't get jitters and it seems to complement my energy drink. They, see, that's what I love about it. It doesn't take, you don't have to remove your coffee to have it. You can actually pair your coffee with it. And what I've seen is I have my coffee, then I have this. And that kind of stops me from wanting to go get another coffee in the middle of the day. I do like the increased uh, focus because um, I'm super busy right now in my life and I really need to have that extra oomph to uh, zero in on what I got to get done today. I like it. it. Each shot of Magic Mind contains a science-backed blend of 13 powerful ingredients such as lion's mane mushrooms and ceremonial grade matcha. I don't even know what that means, but uh, the end result is uh, a magic mind. Yeah, and it tastes good, too. So if you go, if our tens of fans go to magicmind.com forward slash frenemies, you can enter a discount code frenemies20. Yes. Uh, so uh, tell them um, the best frenemies sent you. Two thumbs up. What's up, bitches? And now... 
Back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies Top 5 List. All right. Thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. All right. We're doing Top 5 Halloween Costumes. And this can be that we wore or saw other people wearing, but just this umbrella of Top 5 Halloween Costumes. And hold on. This is my thing. All right. Moving here from uh utah when i grew up halloween was for kids halloween was like and you would actually get shamed if you were too old like trick-or-treating and dressing up and then moving out to southern california halloween is more for adults out here oh yeah it was kind of a shock that how fucking big halloween is don't get it what? You don't get the one day of the year girls can dress like little sluts and get away with it? Dude. Totally get away with it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, what is not to like about Halloween and being spooky and skulls and candy? Yeah, just fucking not my deal, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Wow. Yeah, not my deal. But I don't anyway, even know I- you. <laughs> Anyway, I did the list, so I'm going to let you start. What's your number five? Okay, well, my top five, I pretty much think that <laughs> these are all, it's, it's Halloween costumes that we have. Uh, are you just doing your list right now? No, I got right here. Coming in at number five. <laughs> I, this, was, uh, this was during my Black Flies days, and we were at a club. It was like one of the club Halloween parties. And I didn't have a costume. <laughs> and me and my friend Pat Sweeney, we were uh, low-budget superheroes, which consisted of like rash guards and like <laughs> and like bathing suits over tights and like. Did we look? You know what? We looked a lot like the Aquabats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're ahead of the ahead of the, your time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, low budget superhero. It was not my best Halloween costume, but uh, it's funny thinking back on. Um, but you did it with someone else. So yes. You're both. Well, so it was two people dressed in matching low budget superheroes. See, I think if you put forth like zero effort on a costume, but you have someone else you're with <laughs> does the same thing. It's like gives you extra points because yeah. both of you did it. Somebody's co-signing your bullshit, Chris. Just like our podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my number five, I'm going to say, and you kind of mentioned it in, uh, just moments ago, that there's an ability of women to make any person the slut version costume. Like Mother Teresa slut Halloween costume. (laughs) Freddy Krueger, girl, Freddy Krueger, short dress. A nun slut costume. (laughs) Freaking any costume <laughs> slutty version of that yeah slutty version so hey chris it's not on here but i was a nun one year too <laughs> you were a nun yeah uh, yeah all right so uh what's your number four this should have been your number one by the way uh my number four is my axel rose uh costume i probably wore it 10 different years it was it was the pleather pants the cutoff shirt the the perfect axle red hair wig sunglasses this biker hat the problem was is during my party days 
I love that costume so much that I would get like I would have people over and we'd be all coked out and I'd just walk up into my room and I'd put on my Axel outfit and come back downstairs so I could do some cocaine as Axel Rose. <laughs> I didn't even know you liked Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I was always being Axel, so so that was good and that was bad because that was my go-to uh, costume for sure. Uh, all right, my number four. I don't know how old I was. I'm guessing I was probably six, five or six. That Halloween, I was committed. People our age were underoos. Okay, <laughs> underoos. So you it were... was like superhero underwear that you'd have the t-shirt and the matching like yeah, underwear. It'd have like graphics. So if it was like Luke Skywalker or Tie Fighter, it would have like. The front image of like his TIE fighter suit, and then the bottom would be like continuation of that. Yes. I went as Superman underoos. Like, <laughs> and all I did was threw on, I wore my underoos out and threw a red cape on, and I trick or treated. I mean, essentially just going door to door in my underwear. You just rocked just a marble sack? You didn't even like double nope. underwear it? No, nope. I just full on raw dog my wow. underwear's costume, just threw a cape on, and I was good to go. Dude. Yeah. I, you know, That's, young Chris was a little hardcore. You know what? A couple times I would see the, the Tom Cruise sliding, you know, the, the sliding. Risky business? Yeah. People would go to clubs and that all the time, just tidy whities and a shirt with the collar up. Actually, and, and socks, and I was like, "Damn, that's some balls, dude!" Man, check out that package. Yeah. Do you work for UPS? Because that's <laughs> quite a package you're carrying. <laughs> uh, all right, what is your uh, number three? Number three, dude. This one, this one really, dude. You can understand. It was, it was right. I was probably at the time I was dating my ex-wife for like two months. You know when, like, you're first dating someone, you'll do anything, you know, you're up for anything, and, you know, they want to go kayaking, you'll buy a kayak, <laughs> you'll put it on the top of your car. So, she said, oh, I have um, a friend's having a costume party, do you want to go with me? And, of course, two months into a relationship, and we, we figured out that it would be really funny because we both liked horror movies. We, we thought it would be cool to go as the bride of Chucky for her and Chucky for me. So um, we went and we went deep. Like I had like scars on my face. It was, I was scary Chucky. I had the overalls on. I had the uh, rainbow long sleeve shirt with good guy doll on my overalls. I was full Chucky'd out. We get to the party. It's a fucking kid-only dress-up Halloween party. It was like, and I was just looking at her like, oh, my God. So I am standing at, like, the buffet line dressed as Chucky with, like, adults in, like, <laughs> doing T-shirts and flip-flops and shorts on. They're like, hmm, where, where are you supposed to be there? Chucky? Is that your, your Chucky? And I'm like, yes, I'm part of the good guy doll collection. And, and two months in, you really couldn't get mad. No. You were You're you like, had to I, suck it up. I will do anything for love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just guys do stupid shit for like the first year, and then you're like, no, I'm good. You want to go kayaking again? Yeah, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, my number three. Um, out and about. Uh, I think it was in West Hollywood one year. 
someone did Master Blaster. No way. You and I could do Master Blaster. <laughs> Dude, they, so Master Blaster from was, was uh, Mad West, Max Thunderdome. Was this West Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, so they, they got into it. So you had a big person <laughs> with like a mask on. I don't even know what kind of mask. And then like a little person riding their back. It's like as, a harness. Yeah, thing. like Master Blaster. And it was like, <laughs> dude. I mean, it was like so impressive that it was like, I, you just stared at it in awe. Like that might be the perfect. Like super cosplay. Dude, like, I know. Like, cause then you got a little person who's <laughs> like, fuck it. I'm going to ride and, around on you. And the, and the little person in the movie was the one that did all the talking. It was this oh, big, yeah. it's this big gimp mask, super strong guy. And the little guy would be like, master blaster. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it, I still have a sense of awe when I think of that Halloween costume. Damn it, I so but wish the thing was... is, too, I don't even know if anyone really could appreciate the costume. Like, I, I feel like there weren't a lot of people going, oh, my God, it's Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, yeah. you know? Uh, anyway, yeah, so that was my number three. Okay, number two, I, you know what? I, I wanted to say this at the beginning, and I forgot, but... When it comes to Halloween, and you know it's my favorite time of year, I was never smart enough to figure out to do like a good-looking costume like the sexy fireman or cop or, you know. I always pick costumes where I look in the mirror and I, and I just look at myself and I say, well, we're not getting laid tonight. <laughs> like, there's no way. I've always done the funny costume and the hilarious costume. And this, this one is, is no different. Coming in hot at number two, Richard Simmons. Not only... What's not hot about Richard Simmons? Not only was I uh, Richard Simmons, but, uh, but I had my best friend at the time, this, this girl, Beth, she was very overweight, and she, it was her idea. So you guys went to like sweating with the oldies couple? She had a leotard on, was sweating the oldies, and wow. I had... I had on a tank top. This is during the club rubber days. I had on the wig and stuff. The tank top, I had written deal a meal with an arrow pointing down. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, you know what? I might not get laid, but I took a lot of fucking pictures. Her and I took a lot of pictures. People were just like, can we, can we please get Dude, a picture? That is amazing. That's like in the like Master Blaster kind of like. Yeah. So, oh, do you still have pictures? I've never seen. I do. I have pictures somewhere. I do have, there is, I have photographic proof of this picture. You need to, we'll post that. Can I, can I tell you something too? I know we're going to do something later, but like, uh, do you know that there's like this theory on the internet that like our internet's being erased? Certain things are being erased. One of the things that they're talking about is when you think of Richard Simmons, you think of the headband, right? There is no like you go to you go to the store and buy a Richard Simmons at the, you know the Halloween spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It always comes with a headband. There is no photos of Richard Simmons wearing a headband. And if you look on the on the internet, this is an actual conspiracy theory. Yes, that the that the the conspiracy theory is it's the internet has been scrubbed. And if you type in Richard Simmons headband, you will never see a picture with Richard Simmons actually wearing a headband. 
So who's scrubbing the even internet? Even though, even, I don't, big gov, obviously. <laughs> they. Illuminati, obviously. They. But then why would they do, care about Richard Simmons in a headband? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of why these- don't we save this for our new <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> corner? You letting the cat out of the bag? <laughs> <laughs> our new segment? All right, I'm going to continue on. Let's save this for later. Uh, all right, my number two. This was mom love. This was so there was uh, oh, yeah. uh, Jackson was I don't know first grade. Random, freaking weird show called Slug Terra that was on Cartoon Network or something, <laughs> and it was so new that they didn't have any fucking. And Jackson was so into it. They didn't have any Halloween costumes. They didn't have any merchandise. You know all those slugs, those little hanging on our wall? It was because they didn't have it. Jackson made his own. He wanted, he was so into this cartoon. And so Halloween came along and Jamie's like, hey, what do you want to go with Halloween? And And it's like, like, Eli Shane, the main character of Slug Terra. And Jamie's looking around and she's like, dude, there's fucking nothing. She created, I mean, it took her a month. From scratch, hand-stitched this fucking costume that was, like, the coolest costume ever. If I was a kid, even if I didn't like Slug Terror, I would have been, like, I mean, the, like, the trim was exactly right. Everything. And he goes to school, and there was really, like, only, like, one, like one other person who was, like, Eli Shane, where did you get that? Yeah. I'm, like, my mom made it. Like, no one could appreciate it. She spent so much fucking time on it. That's the difference between a mom and a dad. But you I know what? Be- he appreciated it. Oh, I'm sure. Sh- I, I mean, he had to. He's going like, to be talking about it. I'm curious. I'll have to ask him when he comes in. I'm like, do you remember that costume? Because that was a fucking banger costume, yeah. dude. Like, there were never... You will never have a better costume than what Jamie spent a month. Like, uh, dude... And that's the difference between a mom and a dad. A dad would be like, oh, there are no costumes out there. Pick something else. Um, yep, sorry. There's no costumes. I don't know what I can do for uh, you. You can be a banana or a pickle. There's a, <laughs> there's six over there. How about uh, I pull out my uh, Superman underoos? <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, what is your number one? Coming in hot at number one. And it's not just for Halloween, Chris. It's Johnny as Slave Leia. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like that that could just be confined that, to one time a year. I have one cost. I dude, I wore that slave Leia when I had. It's funnier when I have like a beard going, because I it's kind of a morphed slave Leia. Like I use the buns from the white outfit of Princess Leia. From, yeah. So I I'll put the buns on. I'll usually have a beard, and then I wear slave Leia. And I wore that to a office Halloween contest. Oh, a big winner. You know how skimpy that costume is. Oh, yeah. Is. No, that's impressive. I won 100 bucks. Won 100 bucks. They wanted to give me 200 bucks. They wanted to give me the guys and girls. Uh. <laughs> oh, shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> that was at Amazon, dude. dude. I mean, and that's just kind of like, you're just like humiliating. You deserve 200 bucks as a guy to but, wear that but costume. But I have, I have worn that costume. Um, You've gotten a lot of use. Uh, dude. It's come up, dude. Like there, there was a bar that had a Star Wars pub trivia and contest. They were dumb enough to write and a costume contest on the flyer. 
And I, I was like, hey, you guys still having a costume contest? And they're like, yeah. And I'm all, I'll be right back. <laughs> and I went to my car and I put on Slave Leia and I won that costume contest. Because people just look at it and they're like, oh my God. I yeah. cannot believe. And if you end up going to a Star Wars convention for your, uh, if, if this movie becomes uh, feature length, mm-hmm. I will wear Slave Leia to the, to, the, to the convention with you guys. And Dude. I will wear Slave Leia when you have a premiere. <laughs> I will greet people as Slave Leia for your premiere. I promise you that. Dude, going to the convention as Slave Leia, that's a good friend. I wish, dude, I wish you did it right now since I'm like 20 pounds lighter, dude. Sometimes. Can we do this now? Dude, sometimes when, you know, sometimes Johnny's not completely in shape when Slave Leia needs to come out, dude. Like, Slave Leia just decides. I, I'm just the vessel. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right. So my number one, I mentioned earlier about West Hollywood. West Hollywood for Halloween. So it's like. Legendary. Famous. Yeah, Can't like, beat it. You know. Huge population of homosexuals celebrating Halloween. Like, if you thought, hey, I was unprepared. Hey, hey, you know what, Chris? It's their night to look like a slut, too, and no one can say anything. <laughs> no, it is. It totally is. And I was unprepared. It was the first Halloween that I was in. We moved to Southern California in August, and it was like our first experience with West Hollywood or anything was on Halloween. You were like the beginning of Axl Rose in the Welcome to the Jungle video when oh, got dude. off the bus. Dude. Jamie and I, I mean, and we didn't know. And they're like, hey, you guys want to go to West Hollywood? And we're like, sure. We had no. <laughs> and it was like kind of weird because like ground zero for this, like you couldn't find parking for like two miles in any oh, direction. Yeah. And we're like the craziest, like, I mean, you see photos of like Times Square for New Year's and how crowded. That was West Hollywood for Halloween. Dude, honestly, best damn Hollywood. Best damn Halloween party ever. Oh, dude, it was not. <laughs> so there was a guy, and we would walk around, and be tons of people, and we were civilians. We weren't dressed up. Okay. And you would see people, and you're like, oh, my God, that's great, blah, 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 blah. And this one guy came by, was wearing, like, completely naked, completely naked. I think he had flip-flops on, and he had, like, this... Uh, like a laser gun over his cock, like with a jock strap, you know, like old jock strap thing, so he could hold it there. <laughs> so he was naked except for just an exposed laser gun as a penis, basically. Yes, the covered is. It was kind of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers with the sock over yeah. it, you know? And I was just like, all right, who the fuck are you supposed to be? And he was like, fuck Rogers. <laughs> and I'm like, Done. I, I mean, this was like over like probably 25 years ago, and I still tell the story. So, he still won. Fuck like, Rogers. All these years later, he won Halloween. He won Halloween, dude. And that and it was just like, all right, fuck Rogers. Great. Uh, but that was kind of, yeah, you're right. The, the gay guys could be sluts. Yeah. And once again, it's once just again. like, oh, I can fucking walk around so with a laser gun let, on my penis let's and, not limit this to women let's equal opportunity halloween is the time of the year where you can be a slut with no judgment with no judge you can't judge yeah. it's halloween yeah and actually i never realized the thing with like the slutty rule until this movie mean girls yeah yeah where, where she, they break it nonchalantly like, where she's like it's the one day of the year you can be a slut no one can say anything. <laughs> no one can say anything to you and it was like oh shit that's true. Like, they go full slut. 
and like, I'm and I'm like the one mean girl that where she dressed with the dreadlocks and the horrible teeth and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm she she went Johnny's route of being funny and not getting late. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was best friend of me's top five Halloween costumes. All right. What you know what Chris? No what? Hold up. I know what everyone's thinking right now. How come Johnny didn't talk about any conspiracy stuff? Oh, shit, dude. I got some <laughs> conspiracy stuff. Chris? Well, hey, hey, let's hold on. Hold on. Why don't we do that with the whole Tom DeLonge's movie in the next segment? And okay. we can kind of... Then, then, we'll, then we'll, let's, let's just stop this and restart it. All right. Hey, mom, there's something in the back room. Hope it's not the creatures from above. You used to read me stories as if my dreams were boring. We all know conspiracies are dumb. All right, my tinfoil hat mafia. We are on our new segment, which is Conspiracy Corner. Uh, Actually, so we discussed. So this is going to come after the meat and potatoes portion, right? It's going to come before. Because then we're going to talk about Tom's. All right. Movie. Well, okay. Well, I'm, I'm queuing this up that I watched, which I guess we'll discuss next, uh, Tom DeLonge's film, Monsters of California. And I felt so disappointed, I'll go into detail about that, that I actually was like, fuck, I, I just want to watch some documentaries about UFOs and crap. And it lit the fire under me. And I watched it four episodes. It's on... Netflix called Encounters, and it is a series that's really good on UFOs, and it kind of talks about different things. But the part that I was like, dude, that totally makes sense, <laughs> is a scientist was talking, um, and it's kind of like, you know, remember Abyss, the movie yeah. from freaking James Cameron and the aliens are underwater? Oh, well, for sure. The scientist was like, he didn't come out and uh, address abyss but that makes sense he's like the thing with the aliens coming from another planet it's like there are planets out there that you can go to that are like three like mars is like you know 300 degrees below zero uh so that's going to make it hard for aliens to be alive but if there's water if they're living in water scientifically there has to be a range like it can't get too hot you know, or it'll just turn into mist. It'll burn off. It can't get too cold. So he's like, I think aliens have been here for thousands of years in water, oh, in uh, our oceans. Chris, I will send you the TikTok uh, footage <laughs> that they're having the glowing lights and uh, underwater abyss. It's, it's uh, yeah, it, I mean, even when the, the Navy ship was following them, the, the Tic Tac the famous Tic Tac down in San Diego, it eventually went underwater. In the water. So I'm just saying from a science, I'm not talking about Tic Tac. I'm talking about real science, Johnny. <laughs> that it makes sense. How dare you? That it makes sense that these aliens, and it's also because it's like, and the point was, it's harder to see. Like if they're in the sky, you see lights, and people are like, oh my God, UFOs. 
But if they're fucking chilling at the bottom of the ocean, no one knows that stuff. Look, we can't even get a freaking submersible stub to Titanic without it exploding. Like the right. safest spot they could be is at the bottom of the ocean. Well, maybe next time we can do uh, something besides a PlayStation 2 remote to control the sub. Dude, seriously. <laughs> and you know the best part is is they have, they have uh, underwater pictures of the controller under like on the bottom of the ocean and they're like it didn't it didn't it didn't break dude (laughs) shut up really dude are you kidding no i haven't seen that oh yeah they were alive apparently for like i mean it was like 103 minutes that they were diving before the cat you know the the exploding (sighs) yeah and the worst part is is like they they turned off all the power like that that's the whole deal is you shut down all the power and you kind of just drop to the bottom then you turn the power back on to save energy so they they were they they they, they got ended in a blackout dude oh, damn. horrible uh, anyway i hey why didn't our alien friends if they were down there help them out help them out sounds like a bunch of dick aliens dude <laughs> a little self-serving <laughs> some uh, best frenemy aliens that never root. Yeah. You don't root for... Uh, yeah. See, the definition of best frenemies is you don't root for your friends. <laughs> Just want their job. Um, yeah. Chris, I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, I'm going to switch the subject real quick and tell you that Bigfoot is back, baby. Yeah. Did you, you know s- what? Yeah. I saw that footage. I saw it. Dude. I'm, no. I'm not buying that. Well... Talk to me about aliens at the bottom of the ocean. Don't talk to me about fucking Sasquatch. Dude, he's clearly just... Okay, first of all, it, there's a little bit of shadiness because it's on a train tour, and the guy that owns the train tour also has, like, a Bigfoot shop. And uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> hey, Chris. You clearly see the Sasquatch on a brisk little hike, and then when he sees the people, he crouches down into, like, perfect camo. Have you seen the footage? Yeah, I saw the footage. He's hit by the other bushes. I'm not impressed, bro. I'm not impressed. Bigfoot? Sasquatch is kicking it in Colorado. You know why? Because it was one of the first places that was legalized marijuana. Look into it. (laughs) Hey, I think they legalized uh, uh, psychedelic mushrooms, too. Yeah. I mean, I think you can legally take that now. Yeah, California got that. They blocked it down, but... Colorado knows what's they up. They did. I think Gavin Newsom totally nixed that yep. shit. Dude, he's like, oh, it was he. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into politics. Um. So, <laughs> oh, also, can we just talk about Mexico's little, uh, little tiny baby alien that they trumped out that looked like horrible? Dude, the one that's like two foot tall. Okay, yeah. first of all, you if, know the the part about that that's more troubling is they had essentially their equivalent of a congressional like hearing yeah. about this, and someone rolled that out, going, "See, yeah, like this is, yeah." And it and it did. You know what? If you're gonna have something that small, there's one thing my jujitsu training has taught me. I'll tap out the kids. You know what I'm saying? And when that thing's Two two feet tall. I'll just run up and punt that thing, dude. I'm not scared of that alien. Yeah, I'm not afraid of that alien. <laughs> Can we alien. just get back to freaking an alien civilization at the bottom of our ocean, which totally makes sense scientifically? Chris, if you're going to... I will co-sign your underwater alien But you know the other part on this? Encounters? 
encounters yeah. that I learned is that apparently their aliens are trying to save us from destroying ourselves with uh, nuclear annihilation. Yeah. And like over Chernobyl, there were sites over the uh, the meltdown, uh, the uh, nuclear plant meltdown in Japan. Apparently, there are all these sites. They have footage, and they like lowered the radiation level. Yeah, because we're like super special needs to them, dude. No, we are special needs. And and like my greys and my uh, alien time travelers that we've talked about in the past. Or, I'm sorry, human time travelers that become aliens from the nuclear war. And they just want to observe our mistakes. And we never learn from our mistakes. I mean, this is the thing. If they have set up shop at the bottom of the oceans, which I firmly believe in. How much of the ocean have we, like, even searched? Like, is it I read a thing, and I don't know if this is true. I don't know if this is true. But we have actually studied more... uh, Spent more time studying space than we have the bottom of the ocean. That we have more eyeballs looking up than looking down. Space but is just so is much more hot, Chris. That's why. If there, if there are um, aliens that have set up civilization in the bottom of the oceans that are hanging out, that would make me feel better because they got skin in the game. You know, this is their planet too. So it's like they have a vested interest in making sure we don't destroy it. So. I'm all for the aliens. I don't understand why they just don't make an appearance and just come out and go, hey, uh, you know, we have immigrated here. Maybe it's because they see how well we uh, welcome <laughs> react, immigrants. React anything <laughs> that's not exactly us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of get that. Not everyone is open-minded as best friendlies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm all for. Best, I'm all for. Best friend of me sees no colors or sexual orientation. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because you know what? We hate everyone equally. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I pretty much hate everybody. I got a better excuse than that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, hey, I kind of hijacked the conspiracy corner. I know this was your shtick, but uh, hey. What are, you, what are you talking shtick, dude? Dude, I've been studying. I have, I have spitting some facts today, Chris. Dude, I looked into it. You're coming into my side. Welcome, uh, welcome. I, uh, I actually, I highly recommend the Encounters series on Netflix. And, it is actually really good. And UFO by J.J. Abrams on uh, HBO Max is awesome. Is that on too. HBO? I tried to find that yeah. the other day because I know we watched. it. I want to say it's HBO Max. Or Showtime. Because I was going to check that out again. Just Google UFO J.J. Abrams. I might not have the right streaming service, but we've both seen it. Yeah, I thought I saw it. I paid for it, actually. Or did, or uh, did it pirate, pirate friend? Did we get a pirate? I don't, I don't know. Remember. I can't remember back that far. Uh, all right. So, yeah, apparently we have a new uh, uh, segment, uh, Conspiracy Corner. Look into it. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. All right, this portion, we're going to discuss Tom DeLonge's uh, of Blink-182's new video. Where are you? (laughs) 
Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, you seriously just sucked all my motivation. You keep moving <laughs> forward. Like, I'm seriously really close to throwing off these headphones and just walking out in disgust. You want to go? Fuck, yeah. I want to get away from you. Anyway, Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 had a new movie come out called Monsters of California. We were amped for it, too. I was amped. I was amped. Um, yeah, kind dude, it was painful. It was, dude, here's the weird part. It was like a Disney movie with a ton of cussing in it. Like, it made no sense. He, so, with his whole, like, quitting the band or going on hiatus because he was, like, really into UFO conspiracy. He started a whole corporation to the stars, a multimedia company. Um, I was hoping, I mean, quite frankly, I kind of thought it was going to be just exclusively about UFOs and talking about, you know, I knew it was, it was f- you know, fiction. Uh, one, real quick, he should have just done a documentary with all the information he's gotten. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I mean, I would be all in on that. I would be all in. Hey, my first film's a documentary of all this shit. Dude, it would have been great. Just a documentary on what he went through. Yeah. Would be fascinating. Uh, but then I was like, all right, well, he's doing a fictional. Because sometimes in fiction, you can say things that legally you're like, well. It's fiction. It's fiction. And, you know, so I kind of thought that. Dude, it was all over the place. <laughs> like, it was seriously. Like, I feel Kay. like he was like, I don't know exactly. I want to touch on all this shit. So I'm going to start out on like... It was a haunted mansion to start out with. Yeah. Like fucking they were, super random. They were and like, like ghost hunters. And then when you saw the ghost, you're like, oh no, that was a super cheesy ghost, dude. Well, and the thing is, they didn't even touch on like... Like that was kind of a big thing for these guys. That they actually... And then it's like, oh, we're just moving on. Like, oh, that... Dude... Okay, the, the, here's another problem. The, the lead character was this, you know, real good-looking, lanky teen with dark, uh, shaggy brown hair. The problem is, is his best friend was a, dark, was a lanky, cool teen with dark hair. They looked exactly the same. And I was confused, like, is that the main guy or is that his friend talking right now? So this is, I, I feel that Tom DeLong, I don't know if he financed this film on his own. I'm, I would have, from watching it, uh, I would probably think yes, because apparently he was not accountable to anyone to go listen to someone go, dude, what the fuck is this story? Is this story about friends dude. giving each other shit? Is it about UFOs? Is it about ghost hunting? Is it about like... Dude, fucking pick a lane and stay in it. Yeah, there's. I feel like there is uh, too many yes men in his camp <laughs> that no one said, uh, we got the dailies back. And it's just. What it's is this story the about? And then the story ends, the movie ends, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you, you called me up. You called me up halfway through it because you watched it with the your son and his girlfriend and you called me up halfway through and you're like hey um i'm just letting you have did you start the movie yet i'm just letting you know it's really bad and like if you don't want to watch it you know that my son and his girlfriend are already out and it's the movie's halfway and i'm like and that's when i just leaned into it and i'm like oh no 
We're watching all of it. Dude. <laughs> and you know what? The thing is, I fast forwarded it and it was still Dude. that bad. Like it was, I would not even, Hey, I'm sorry. Like, if I were advising Tom DeLong, I would be like, dude, just make documentaries. The dialogue was cringe. Dude, the whole thing was cringe. <laughs> like, I, I mean, the whole thing about his dad and his mom getting engaged. Uh, you, like, you mean the, the dad that's missing? <sighs> that never shows up? And the uh, weird, and then the Air Force is after him because the kid has this like secret uh, alien device. I mean, I'm kind (laughs) of curious if Tom, what he thinks about that film. I mean, because the thing is, no one sets out to make a bad film. Like everyone wants to make a good film. And I think at the end, you're like, yeah, it's probably shit. Or it's not as, you know, like, oh, it's the first one. Like, I think. Sometimes you're like, well, it's my first one. I'll know what not to do next time. If he thinks that it was good, if he did everything he wanted, because he's all over the place. Like, dude, why didn't he just deal with UFOs? (laughs) Like, fucking, why don't you just stick with UFOs and or just write a story about like, uh, you know, high school kid that was in aliens and he discovers. He sees an alien, and then like the government wants to talk to him about it because he has it like some footage. And there's even um, like when J.J. Abrams did his, uh, he did Super Eight. Yeah. Um, And it was supposed to be, you know, throwback to. I mean, he's our age, so it was like Stevens, like E.T. Explores those kind of close encounters. And the thing about his film. Was like at the end of the day, you watch that film and you're like, you totally fucked it up because the alien was a dick. Yeah. The alien was killing people. Like E.T. E.T. was, I loved E.T. Dude, E.T. was great and he's buds with Elliot and he's trying to get home. He's not fucking out killing people. You know what's funny though is our generation, we fell in love with E.T. We bought the Reese's Pieces because of E.T. I had stuffed E.T., you know, stuffed animals on my bed. The generations after us, apparently E.T. scared the shit out of them, dude. Dude, my son <laughs> was like... Like, turn it off, turn it off. Yeah, like super <laughs> freaked out. Hey, I'm not going to lie, dude. The scene where they find E.T. and he's almost dead and he's living... He's all in, white and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's laying on like by the water. Yeah. It kind of traumatic. It yeah. was like, oh, fuck. But then when E.T., he wakes up and, and he, his heart like comes on and he freaking... Uh, oh, and real quick, with E.T., can we just agree that Neil Diamond's song Heartlight is probably one of the worst fucking movie inspired songs? Are you made. joking me? That's a fucking. Turn on your heartlight. Let it shine wherever <laughs> you go. Dude, that's how a, is it? That's that a you're, fucking how is banger. It that you're fucking watching that song or watching that movie and you're like, I'm going to go make the cheesiest fucking song that had nothing. He was not commissioned to make that song. He was just so inspired by <laughs> E.T. that he fucking goes out and makes a stupid-ass song. Hey, Chris, like, let me tell you something about N.D. Neil Diamond. I call him N.D. Uh, that guy is in it for the money. Neil Diamond is Jewish and has a Christmas album, so... Whoa! Whoa, bro! He's in it Whoa. for the... 
Um, I just would like to go on record that I am uh, not affiliated with Johnny. Dude, why are you turning into like, I'm just <laughs> pointing out facts, dude. <sighs> dude. Hashtag too soon. Whoa. Hashtag too soon. Anyway, see, that's how bad Monsters of California was that we're now talking about E.T. <laughs> and Neil Diamond, <laughs> which which I'm down to talk about Neil Diamond anytime. <sighs> Dude. Uh, so we saw a horrible movie and we're like, well, we can't just talk about the horrible movie. And then uh, I, I called you up and I'm like, look, I know I recommend a t- eight TV shows and five movies to you every day, Chris. But I just watched Reptile on, on Netflix, and it's great. And I said, please watch it. I promise you I won't mention any more movies today for you to go watch. And you watched it, right? It's got Benicio Del Toro in it. I did watch it. It's got Justin Timberlake. It's, it's Now, first, when I was telling people to go watch Reptile, they're like, I don't watch scary movies. It's, not, it's a weird name that doesn't I, Well, really- the thing is... I actually had to Google why it was named. I, I wanted an I explanation. I wanted a, an explanation, and the explanation is pretty fucking. Lame. It's 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 reaching. I it's mean, reaching. I, yeah, I think if you, I mean, and their whole explanation was like, well, because reptiles change and they yeah. shed their, they shed their the, skin, and I'm like, eh, that's kind of so a stretch. The, the basic setup of the movie is there's the um, Justin Timberlake's a realtor. Uh, he's got a girlfriend. Uh, something happens to her at the beginning of the movie, and Benicio del Toro and a group of other people are the uh, detectives on the scene, and it feels it feels off right from the get go. And as the movie progresses, um, you find out more details. It's really good. It's a good crooked. Just ignore the title. Ignore the title. Title's, so I, title sounds like a horror movie. It's not. So to recap this segment, Monsters of California, no. Reptile, yes. E.T., yes. Neil Diamond, yes. No, that is a push Hell because I'm yes. saying no and you're saying yes. Yes. Johnny says yes. I'm saying no on Turn On Your Heart Light by Neil Diamond. I wish I, I wish you dropped a new song this week so I could put it on at the end. And, well, also to recap this, apparently Johnny is anti-Semitic. Uh, oh, dude. <laughs> whatever, dude. This is pointing out Wikipedia facts, dude. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. This wasn't... Oh, jeez. Okay, you know what? I'm really kind of hungry. Can we wrap this up? Yeah, let's do that.
All right. Now we're at the recommendations from this extended episode, I feel like, Chris. Dude, we've been recording this for like three freaking hours, bro. I don't like spending that much time with you. Yeah. Maybe if you recorded more, I wouldn't have so much to talk about. That's not an option. <laughs> That's not an option. I'm a busy guy. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy between jobs, doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm, I was... This wasn't my intention, but fuck it. I'm going all in on Encounters on Netflix. That's what I'm recommending. I'm recommending I four episodes. Each one is different with a different story, different tone, and it kind of feels like the flavor of the UFO encounters um, and these experiences people have <clears throat> are totally different, and they capture those in each episode. Like One is kind of scary. Like the Dude, story's kind of scary. The one with the school children talking about the aliens that they saw. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that one. Yeah, they they put that right on the first episode. Well, and then they did. Um, I mean, then there's one. Well, no, I mean it's it's. I mean, I think it's the one you were talking about because the one that was over in, uh, like England. Yeah. Where one dude's like, dude, it's total bullshit. I totally made it up. It didn't really happen. But then 67 other people. So it's like, I I just feel it's really well done. Um, and then the one down in Texas is kind of crazy where they're like, <clears throat> like the, the FAA changed their policy. So they can't, you can't request the information the on, information anymore because yeah. they requested and they're like see there was something there anyway counters on netflix uh, i believe they're four <laughs> i hope they're gonna do more of them but uh four episodes look into it yeah they're always like they're always like oh no that wasn't a ufo there's a weather balloon and then, then the, it's always weather balloon or when they um when the planes drop the uh the sparkles down the flares that was a, it was a flare mission. We were just doing a flare practice. Yeah. Uh, all right, Encounters Netflix, what you got? Go. You're not going to rush me, young man. Fucking come on, dude. I'm um, hungry. I want to eat. I'm trying to talk. Relax. Uh, Don't ever fucking tell me to relax. Hangry Chris. Uh, I, I'm going to talk about um, the Netflix documentary on David Beckham and Posh Spice called Beckham. And it follows him basically his whole career from when he was a, a youth playing soccer all the way to, to the end of the, his career. It's uh, really good. It's actually fascinating. You don't have to like soccer to like it. And uh, I got to tell you this right now. David Beckman, Beckham, I, I, I love women, but boy, is that a good looking dude. <laughs> David you know, it's the only, he's like one of the only, uh, only guys that I've watched a documentary like, wow, his, his hair looks so good like that. Should, should I do my hair like that? <laughs> hey, you know what? <clears throat> I, I don't care if you're, you're, you're male and you're heterosexual. I think any guys being honest, you can look at someone like David Beckham and Brad Pitt and go, you know, the like back in it's like good looking guys. Hey, I get it. I I am secure enough with my sexuality to gaze into their fiery blue eyes <laughs> and tell you they're a good looking man, dude. No, they're actually my favorite thing, <laughs> and it's a meme that's been going and it's been kind of re uh, circulated recently. But he was checking out a a Laker girl and his wife right next to it. <laughs> 
catches him and you see the exchange and just like the nonverbal kind of like the glare yeah. and the woo, she's mad. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's kind of fun. Do you see that? that like, happens, it's not it, even just, it's not just me. I mean, wealthy people deal with that yeah. stuff. They're so. just like us. It's yeah. like the Us Weekly. They're just yeah. like us. Yeah. All right. So the, um, the song I'm going to take us out with, Chris, and this will come as no shock to you. It's the new Blink-182 song, One More Time, which I actually, actually really like the song. It's, it's, it goes back, sounds like their old stuff, and it's cool. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> See, how fun is that to do? How fun is that to do? It sounds like one of their old songs. Um, I'm just going to apologize right now if, if you guys think this episode's too long, but you know what? This is like, this is like a supersized episode. All right, we'll fucking trim it. No Wrap way. it up. Okay. So we will talk to you real soon because no, Chris loves yeah, recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, this is probably three months, dude. Quarterly. <laughs> and and uh, we'll be back real soon. Thank you guys for listening. Here is Blink-182's One More Time. Strangers from strangers into brothers, from brothers into strangers once again. We saw the whole world, but I couldn't see the meaning. I couldn't even recognize my friends. any different right now feels the same I wonder why I wish they told us it shouldn't take a sickness or airplanes falling out the sky do I have to die to hear you miss me do I have to die to hear you say goodbye I don't want to Still hurts even after all these years And I know that next time Ain't always gonna happen I gotta say I love you while we're here Do I have to die to hear you miss me? Do I have to die to hear you say goodbye? Time. One more time, 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 one